This is Unscripted, a podcast by St. Aldate's Church. Listen along as Simon Ponsonby encourages us to dig into Scripture in the midst of our everyday lives. So take a moment to recenter your attention and welcome the presence of God as we listen to these ancient words. Hello, Saints. Welcome back to Unscripted. And we're here in Ephesians chapter 2. And uh, today we're going to look at verse 3. We've been following this progression where Paul has begun by talking about who we were as being those who were dead. We were dead because of our transgression and our sin, our moral failure, our disobedience to God. And uh, this was how we used to live. Presupposition is we no longer do. And then Paul is introduced in verse 2, this unexpected influence and agency on our lives. And Paul attributes to the um, sin in the world a demonic spirit that is seeking to oppose God and set up an alien kingdom. And... uh, Uh, Paul has said that this spirit, this ruler of the kingdom of the air, has, as it were, been establishing pathways and principles. Paul talks about it as the ways of the world, and that the demonic has put those in place. And we've been, before we met Christ, following those ruts, following those roots, behind which are the demonic, and ultimately seeking to lead us away from God. And then Paul uh, brings things back to us more personally. He says, all of us lived among them in the world at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. So Paul is still talking about sin. He's still talking about transgression. He's still talking about that in our life which has uh, uh, pulled us away from God, that which um, is seen in the demonic spirit of disobedience against God. But here he's talking about it as cravings, as it were, desires, the demands of our sinful nature. The word that he uses in Greek is the word sarx. It's the word for flesh. And he says that our flesh, our bodies, our minds, our wills have a desire to sin and that we have been giving into that and gratifying that. That there is a pattern programmed into the body in which we are. That has demanded and desired that often which is counter to what God wills for us and which reflects the ways of the world which are being established by the spirit, the ruler of the kingdom of the air. Can you see that? So this spiritual kingdom is influencing the ways of the world And those ways of the world uh, find a point of contact in a programmed 
pattern of desire in our flesh. It's not that all our willing and sinning uh, against God, um, that all our sinful desires, and of course there are good desires, and there's much good that is in the world, but those sinful desires, the selfish desires of greed and lust and avarice and pride and self-willing and anger and all these other marks of the, the fallen nature, of the si of sinful nature, of the flesh, that for which Christ died, these are not simply um, in us because uh, there's a kind of demonic puppeteer pulling us. Paul is suggesting that there's a kind of layer or a level in us at work that is, as it were, um, an operating system of our being. There is a demonic realm, Antichrist perpetrating wickedness, that is echoed in the patterns of the, this world and, and some of its ways, but that is also echoed in our own lives, a pattern of sin, a pattern of a moral transgression and violation of of God's pure and perfect and beautiful ways, and that which seeks to go against God. Uh, it's at work in us, that willing in us, that programming in us. But here's the thing, and as I've said at the start of this uh, chapter, tenses matter. And Paul here says, all of us, also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires. But it's past tense. This is what we were. This is how we were. This is what we did. The implication is that the invasion of the love of God through Christ Jesus and the presence of His Spirit is bringing an ethical and moral change. That that sinful nature uh, with its appetites, its desires, its cravings, its longings, its programs that are wired for sin, that these things are being changed. It's not simply the consequence of sin that is dealt with by Jesus. It is the presence of sin and the pattern of sin in our life. And this is a wonderful thing. Paul is saying, this is who you are. This is how, uh, this is what has now happened to you in Christ Jesus. And you are no longer that person dead in your transgression of sin. And you no longer live following the ways of the world, the ruler of the kingdom of the air. Uh, and you no longer live gratifying the craving of your flesh, your sinful nature with its desires and thoughts. Christ has come. Christ has set us free. Christ is transforming us. We are now part of his kingdom, following the ways of his kingdom, and we are becoming different. This is full of hope. I want to say to you, saints, if today you are struggling with the patterns of sin in your life. You thought, oh no, I thought we'd dealt with that before and here it is again. Jesus 
sets us free to be who he wants us to be. And you're to remember your identity in Christ. Remember that you are freed from the operating power of the flesh and of the enemy. You are as holy as you want to be.